All right, welcome, welcome back to another show, Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. Hey, um, on today's show, it is going to be action-packed. We're going to do a few things a little bit different today. Now, um, when I originally came up with the concept of Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr., I, uh, I had in my mind that I would have a show where callers would get a chance to call in rip their team, kick some knowledge, ranting a little bit. And uh, that was the format that we, uh, that when I came up with the concept, that was the format that I was going to follow. And I'm still planning on following that format to the T. But uh, now we do know that basically we're in what I call dry dock. Dry dock for me means that, well, we don't have a lot of football going on right now. We got uh, all seasons. We got OTAs. And so, um, but every day is is uh, football season if you are affiliated with the uh, NFL. And so, so we'll probably be doing for the next couple of shows. It'll probably be more. Um, how do I say this? It'll probably be more knowledge sharing than anything, because uh, you know I'm I'm still going to try to stay true to myself and not go along um, the realms of not getting into politics because I don't want to get into politics. I don't want to get into discussing sexual um, identity, anything. Because I wanted to have this show, a show where people can go and call in and you can kind of like, well, you know, bottom line, it's going to be sports entertainment, but there are going to be some topics that we're going to touch on that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, you definitely have to look at it in terms of being real. And so there are going to be some some topics that we will discuss. But as I say, we know that there's not a lot going on in the world of the NFL for us to rip and rant about. And let's just face it, it's not. But we know that things are going to get kicking and really get uh get get <clears throat> I'm sorry, really going to um kick off. And when that happens, we will be there providing sports therapy. So in the meantime, um, we're going to talk about today's show. Today's show is going to be what I call uh, a continuation of a previous show. Where uh, and once again, like I said, whenever I'm looking down, I am not falling asleep. Sometimes people try to get in touch with me on, on my uh, on my phone, and I have to check and see if to make sure that everything is going okay. Because keep in mind, I am a one man band. I run my board, I uh, operate my uh, the mic, I do all that good stuff, I edit, I do everything. So, uh, so let me see, I got someone trying to text me. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely so. So, like I said, uh, we're going to be ready to kick it off. Today's show is going to be a continuation of a previous show called Owners Behaving Badly. Now, <laughs> the original was uh, uh, was part one, but today is going to be part two. So we're going to we're going to take a, a deep dive <laughs> into owners behaving badly because we want to ask the question. Um question we want to ask is that we know that there are guidelines and, and uh, code of conduct for the players, but does that same code of ethics and everything, does it extend to the owners? Because the bottom line is that, uh, you know, protect the shield. That's the motto. Whatever we do, we have to protect the shield. And so with that, that's what today's um, show is going to be about. In fact, uh, we're going to do things a little bit different. Uh, I do have someone that uh, reached out to me, one of my regulars, and said, hey, you know what, I want to have a little bit more time if I can get it today because I want to really get into the topic of your show. And I said, okay, let's make it happen. And so that's what we are with that. Um so what we're going to talk about is, I don't know, uh, I know everybody thinks that because I wear the commander shirt and the good commander gear, 
that I will not rip my team. Uh, well, you're in for another thing coming today because I'm definitely going to take a hard, hard look at, at uh, my team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, the football team, and our new name, uh, the Commanders. But we're going to look at the fact that our owner. Now, you can love your team and despise your owner. Everybody knows that. Hey, I, I love my team. Now, um, do I think we need, uh, do I think we need new leadership? I mean, there are a lot of fans out there that says, you know, I love my team, but I hate the owner. Uh, Cowboys always come to mind. You know, Jerry is Jerry. You know, he's, he's Jerry. A lot of people disagree and real, and think that, well, if the owner wasn't in the way, if the owner wasn't a slash GM, um, you know, things could be different. And I look at that in terms of uh, <laughs> my commanders. Um, I think we could do a, the team could do a, a lot better if it was under new leadership. I'm not. I'm not uh I'm not the only one that that thinks that but regardless of whether the uh the commanders are owned by Daniel Snyder or not I'm going to always be I'm going to always be in the pocket of the team I'm I'm going to always be a fan I mean because I was a fan for the uh the team before he became the owner and I'll be one probably I wouldn't say long after he's gone because I I'm not trying to uh get some some uh some you know I'm not leading the charge to get rid of the, the owner but I just know that unless some things change uh you know he's pretty much going <laughs> to get rid of himself so it brings me back to what today's show is about uh owners behaving badly now as I was saying, I don't get up out the morning, out of bed, and just wing this show. No, I follow a format. I follow a format. So we're going to take a look at um, a history of NFL owners behaving badly, and so, and it's going to preface into what we're trying to do or, or the, the the direction that I'm going with, with today's show, and. Because what I did, I was doing some research, and I'm like, okay, um, what is out there? Because I have been following football, the NFL. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't just follow NFL football now. I love college football as well. But my show is uh, preference around the NFL and the NFL season. So that's where we are with that. And uh, being that said, that's why the show is, like I said, it's built around the NFL but I took a deep dive. I did some research. I did some research. And I just want. Now, a lot of the things I remember from following the, the teams as to some of the shenanigans or things that the owners got into. That, um, But it always falls back to me is that how much power does the, does the commissioner have? Does he have the power to get rid of a, a uh, owner? I know, I know he can find the owners. We all know that. But at the end of the day, the commissioner works for the owners. The commissioner worked for the owners. I got someone trying to call in. I got to give him some direction. Give me one second. Let's get him straight. That's our special guest today, and I want to make sure that we can get him in. Let's see. Bear with me one second, folks. Here, we'll get him straight here. Let's 
All right. Hopefully we can get uh get our uh, our special guest to, to call in. Uh, I think he's trying to call on another line, and uh, that way, if you do that, we can we can get him in. It'll be all good. But as I was saying, uh, one thing, uh, what came up was the fact that the commissioner had the chance to speak before Congress. And you guys know, I always say that I don't get into politics. I try to separate this show altogether from politics. Do not touch it at all. But when it can, and I don't think this was more political then it was uh, the fact that because um, Congress does have oversight. And so there was a meeting earlier where the commissioner, Roger Goodell, and f- for those who for those who uh, don't like the commissioner, <laughs> don't like the commissioner, uh, we had to just, you know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I see my, uh, my call is trying to, call me and he's struggling a little bit so i am going to call him let's see if we make this work all right let's see here all right let's see i'm going to switch out here and i am going to call my my guest because he's struggling and we all don't need to be struggling. <laughs> so I'm going to switch switch my toys here. Then I'm going to give him a call. And see if we can make this work. All right, here we go. Okay, give me one second. All right, I'm I'm gonna call my 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 caller. Hello. Hey, caller, can you hear me? Yep. All right, all right. Hey, at the end of the day, we got you. All right, folks. As I was saying, today's show is gonna be a little bit different because we're going to do a deep dive into a follow up of a previous show, which was called "Owners Behaving Badly." And so, I have on the line one of my regulars. We not call him a regular. He follows the show. He's a big history buff, uh, former coach, played football for um, for Grambling State University, uh, very knowledgeable, and he loved to, uh, he and I love to have all spirited debates every once in a while online, but today we're going to talk about uh, what I call owners behaving badly. So before I, anyway, anyway, let me introduce my guest. My, my, my special guest is going to be, uh, Mr. Ricardo Malbrew. In fact, uh, let's give him a, <laughs> Hey, don't let that go to your head, brother. All right. Now I'm going to give, uh, the fans a little run, run through and uh recap of, of what I know about be owners behaving badly. And then I'm going to call, uh, call in, uh, Brother Malbrew, and then he's going to take it from there and, and, and share his knowledge. But I remember these are a list of things. Like I said, I went, I looked, I did some research, and I needed to know at the end of the day, the goal is always to protect the shield. So let's start off with the Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross. Now, for those who don't know Brother, brother Ross, uh, one coach should come to mind, and you should know who this guy is. Uh, coach Brian Flores. Now remember, Roz was the coach, was the owner. He's still the owner. Uh, the scandal that involved uh, the, the Dolphins owner had to do with he wanted the coach to tank the season. In other words, lose on purpose. How do you tell grown men who go out there and put it on the line every day, who train, who go through all season, who go through all these things, how do you tell grown men, hey, I need y'all to not play as hard as as you can, Coach. I need you to to, to lose some games. They're not uh, we athletes are not wired that way. We're not wired to lose. We are not wired to lose at all because you're talking about alpha males. Then you have the alpha of the alpha male. So, and of course, you know that result in a a, a lawsuit that was filed against that owner. Then we have 
We all know about Robert Kraft and the prostitution ring that he was involved in. Um, somehow that, you know, I don't know how that, that ended up, but I just know at the end of the day, you still have owners behaving badly. Now, let's get into the time machine. Those who, who remember the uh, owner of the 49ers, Ed DeBartolo. Now, I used to love Brother Ed. I, when, when the 49ers were doing their thing, he was one of the, 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 what I would call the most joyful owners you can see. He, and you knew that his ownership and his relationship with the players was legit. There was no faking it for the cameras, you know. But he got caught up in a scandal. And I'm going to, when I do bring in uh, um, uh, Brother uh, uh, Malbrew, Ricardo, I'm going to ask him because this happened in his neck of the woods uh, involving his his state of Louisiana. And I know he knows who Senator uh, Governor Edward Edwards was when uh, that that involved. In fact, uh, Eddie ended up going to uh, I think he did a little little time behind. I know it was a felony where he wanted to have a part in the the uh, the gambling that was taking place in Louisiana. So he paid. The uh, governor, former governor, I'd be almost a half a million dollars for her to get licensing and that. So that in itself was crazy. And then I ran up, up on a story involving the Rams owner, Stan Croce. Now, he bought land. This was in Wichita, Wichita County. And that's that's in the, in the state of Texas. So he bought over 500,000 acres. Now, this resulted. This purchase resulted in, and I won't. I, I, I won't say. Well, was it owner a- acting badly? But when he bought the land, there were farmers who that was all they. That was the only thing they knew. They farmed that land, um, and it, that was all they had. So one gentleman, I think his name was Rich Alice. Uh, basically, when the land was purchased, um, the Rams owner basically told those guys, "Hey." <laughs> you, you, you're going to get evicted. That's it. You're out. So for some of those guys and families who didn't have nothing else to do or no place to go, um, that was like uh, a reality check. And, you know, all we say in the counseling world, nothing is real until reality set in. So the bottom line is that uh, Rich Ellis uh, committed suicide behind that. So um, that's th- those are examples of, of owners behaving badly. But it, But my question today is, how much power do the commissioner have in terms of dealing with owners? What say you, brother Melbrew? Carl, are you there? Roger Goodell has no power. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's Ricardo Melbrew I know and love. Talk to me. He has, he has absolutely no power because... It is the owners that pay his salary. It is the owners that pay his salary. And so what you don't want to do as the the face of the shield is to alienate those who pay your salary. There are also the owners who renew his contract. And so when you have someone that controls your future in and around the league, (laughs) right? the business of the league, um, the discipline of the league, you have to consider, right, any decision or anything that you say. Um, If not, checking with them first. If not, checking with the most respected owner of all the owners. And that that, that is? So... Someone like Jerry Jones. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Who is the most respected owner out of all the owners because he's probably one of the wealthiest of all the owners. They look to him to guide the lead, not necessarily Goodell. Okay. Jerry, what do you think? Right. Um, and I'm sure even before he had this meeting with Congress, there was the phone call with Jerry Jones. I'm sure when it dealt with the Redskins and Dan Snyder, I'm sure there was a conversation with Jerry Jones. Because- Roger Goodell knows what he's doing. You don't get paid $200 million a year 
for being an idiot. Ricardo, let me let me let me stop you right there because I want to segue into something, and you you touched on it. Now, let me read this. Congress accusations against my commanders. And this says, this was an article I pulled up. It says, in a 20-page letter, the Federal Trade Commission, Congress said that the commanders were running a year-long operation amassing revenue that gave them a higher profit than the rest of the owners. So there was a uh, an individual whose name was Jason Friedman. He was a whistleblower. And people understand uh, whistleblowers is at the end of the day, um, those who who blow whistles on wrongdoing, a lot of times they get swept out in the change. But um, Jason Fredman, he, he met with the uh, Congressional Committee regarding a separate investigation on the culture of the Washington Redskins slash football team slash commanders. So here's where, where I come down. Now, I remember a, a couple of weeks ago I did a show. Uh, we talked about should running backs uh, be paid off the same uh, different pay scale. And I said when it came to CTE, I wasn't qualified to talk about CTE because that's that was not in my wheelhouse. Now, as far as what the culture and the climate of, of my beloved Redskins and dealing with what what the, in the initial charges was, i.e. a very hostile, bad work environment or, or, or i.e. the culture. Now, the bottom line, and here's a summation of, of, of what my understanding took place that there were uh, sexual harassment going on. There were uh, all, it was just a bad culture. But Daniel Snyder decided that he would conduct his own investigation. I think they had an investigation going alongside the NFL investigation because at the end of the day, the NFL wanted to make sure that it take uh, allegations filed by by females very serious because you know the old because they're trying to get away from that that old mindset you know this is a boys club we you know we do what we do so uh the nfl is always about imaging because you mentioned it you know uh protecting the shield and so my understanding was while the nfl was conducting an investigation into the climate uh the owner danny uh Dan Snyder, he had a separate investigation going on to where he was intimidating the witnesses, trying to basically uh, control the outcome, paying off people before they could talk to the commissioner. Now, at the end of the day, like you said, who has more power? Is it the commissioner or is it the owners? And we know. So what it's say you? It's the owners. It, it, it's the owners. And, 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 and getting to what you alluded to um, about um, Mr. Friedman. Mr. Friedman had been with the Washington Redskins for a little over 20 years. Okay, He's the one that would have known about the Redskins um, shaving off the top, <laughs> for lack of a better term. True. He, he even wrote to the FTC suggesting that the Redskins had two books, not one, but two, right? One they kept and one they operated off of, right? Um, and they would give the NFL Right, what they wanted, one of the few books, but not the one that is is holding all the cash, right? The and, and and the owner had access to the second book. Yes, well, of course he's the owner. Yes, right? mm-hmm. okay. So, but the the commanders turned around and refuted his claim by saying that he had um, sexual relations with a subordinate, um, and said based off of that he was incredible. Wow. But, you know, as, as I was saying, man, you know, you know, that's my team. I, I, will, I, I, I will still roll with them. Doesn't mean now, like I said, you can love your team. You don't have to love the leadership. Now, the question that you should be asking is, can the FTC and its antitrust laws, the federal government antitrust laws, 
forced the NFL to remove Daniel Snyder as owner. In other words, can we put sanctions on you until you remove him as the owner? Hold, he cannot operate. Hold that thought because the commissioner, the commissioner, now, um, Danny was asked to come and 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 speak before Congress because uh, Congress, because you know they have an oversight committee, and he was asked, "Hey, come here and talk to us." And yeah, nah, I'm busy. <laughs> you know, ah, nah, I'm not coming. But the commissioner uh, did go in, and one of the questions that he was asked, based on you know the climate, because what 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 Congress wants, and I think. Uh, fans want is that okay NFL you really really punish the the athletes okay you we punish the athletes right but are we are we addressing the the missteps of the owners in the same fashion as we are addressing that involving the athletes for example well, well, well you gotta understand you gotta understand first of all you gotta understand the on, the, the, the athletes they get punished twice. They don't get punished once. People have to understand this. They get punished twice. They get punished by their team, right? True. Hence the games, suspension, right? And then they get punished by the league because not only did you offend the team, you offended the shield. Right. So they have to protect both the team and the shield. And so if you have a misstep, and let's just take my favorite player, Alvin Kamara. Okay, because we were okay. going to talk about so, that. All, Go. right. all right. So let's take Alvin Kamara. His next court date is August 1st. Okay. So now for do, for for those who are just listening in, can you kind of um well, Ava Kamara was accused there we of go. caught on camera for um stopping a patron at this hotel during the last year's um All Star Pro Bowl. Um and they caught him on camera, this, this, that, and third, and he was um he was charged um with aggravated assault and so forth and so on. So as of now, he has a court date of August 1st. Um, he was arraigned and all that right after, I think the day after he was arraigned, he had a not guilty plea. Um, and here we go. Now we have a court Now we have a court date. Okay, so August 1st is the court date. Uh, he gets to go through training camp, OTAs, all those things. Um, but <clears throat> he may not be there for the first game against the Falcons. Okay, um, unless he appeals. And, you know, of course, when it comes to appeals, we can, we can go through that. Uh, that means he gets to play, and until the case is actually uh, not the case, but in case uh, until the 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 NFL adjudicates his punishment, um, because you got to go through the NFL Players Union. I mean, you have to adjudicate all that stuff with them um, to make sure that you're taking the due process and correct steps in order to suspend him. All right. With that being said, his August first court date is coming up slowly, and he suspects that he may get anywhere between four to six games. Right. Hell, if it's really bad, it could get between six to eight games. Right. After the season. All right. So, with that being stated, stated, um, Alvin Kamar uh, had this incident last year. Not only did he embarrass the New Orleans Saints, right? He embarrassed the Shield because what he did, or allegedly did. Let's just say, right? Nobody cares that he embarrassed the Saints. Right? Not at all. Don't okay. give a That's fat rat's right. butt okay. about the Saints. Right. So, so, but the Saints do, okay? The Saints, okay? If you're in New Orleans, they do, okay? But it's all about that doggone shield, right? And you embarrassed us, not only as as the league, right? Um but you embarrassed Roger Goodell, you embarrassed all the owners, you embarrassed, <laughs> right? Because you're supposed to be a role model, right? All the kids look up to you, all, see, all, all these things come back into play, okay? Um, we have to understand that they get punished twice. And the second punishment is the most, it, it hurts the most because the NFL gets to find you. The Saints get to find you. Um, and not only are they taking your game checks, right? The league gets to add on to that fine. And there's no, unless you appeal, <laughs> right? You ain't getting away from that. So now they hurting, hurting your career by subtracting games. They're also hurting your pocketbook. Wow. Now, what they can't do, and, and you got to understand, 
the athletes do not pay the the commissioner. <laughs> the athletes do not pay the commissioner. The owners do. This is why it's easier to punish the players as opposed to the owners. Because the owners dictate, all 32 owners dictate who's going to run their league and who's going to be in their league and who's going to work in their league. They dictate all of that. They're billionaires. There's not one owner <laughs> less than a billion dollars. So yeah, this is the conundrum um, in which you know a lot of fans question. Hey, uh, let's take a break so we can um, do a re- reset the huddle. And um, you listen to Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. with special guest, special guest Ricardo Malbrew. So we're going to be back in 60 seconds or less. This is Sports Therapy. back now if you're just tuning in you're listening to sports therapy with fh jr where today's topic is owners behaving badly part two now we have a special guest special guest ricardo malbrew and uh he is going to be kicking some knowledge and he he has been kicking knowledge and he's going to continue now we're going to pick up where we left off where we were talking about how much power do the owners have in terms of um, their relationship to the commissioner, Roger Goodell. Ricardo, it's all yours. Um, well, Daniel Snyder has found himself in a conundrum, okay? And he, he, was, he was asked to come before Congress to testify um, on the allegations the Washington Redskins are, now, are facing and the investigation, the, the, uh, and I said Washington, I'm sorry, the Washington Commanders um, are facing and he basically outright said no. Now, the question is, where does he get this attitude? Because here's how Congress looks at it. If the commissioner came before us, why haven't you? Um, you're just the owner. Ricardo, let, right. me, let, let, let me jump in because I want to I, I make a point here real quick, and then we'll come back to you. Now, Congress is looking into what's going on with the commanders. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you really think with all the things that Congress got that they should be doing, do you really think Congress give a damn about what is going on in terms of the NFL? Would they have taken the steps by themselves to say, hey, this is so egregious and crazy. We need to have uh, we need to have oversight. We need to 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 look into this. I'm I'm going somewhere with this because uh-huh. I know where you go. House Oversight and and Reform Committee. Mm-hmm. It was chaired by a, a a female, Carolyn Maloney. Yes, she said the NFL's unwillingness to release the full finding of an internal investigation into the workplace. So in other words, it's not like Congress would have just said, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's look into uh, the commanders and see what they're doing. This is being pushed and it should be by some females who felt like not just females, but, but, but fans and, and, and saying, okay, wait a minute, you guys won't release the full report. And then there's some who say, wait a minute, you guys, well, I see you guys. I'm, I, I'm saying the, you know, when it came to John Gruden, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they threw the book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they, they they put him on that barbecue grill, man, and and and, and sautéed him. And so, yeah. the, and they're saying, wait a minute, you guys didn't have a problem for turning over all these things and dying Gruden bad behavior, but in terms of of this, Daniels. right? And see Snyder, what. Right. 
Yeah, and because um, the commanders had a uh, they they when they when they when they looked into this, keep in mind they had their own investigation going on alongside the NFL, and so when they got the found the, the the findings were done by an attorney. I think her last name was was Wilkinson, and basically they implemented what she said that they needed to in order to change the, the climate. But you trust me, this was that investigation was probably being led by the, not the commissioner, but it was being led by the owner because at the end of the day, who's going to pay this law firm for coming in and, 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 and conducting this, in, this investigation, you know what I'm saying? So there's too many contradictions. <laughs> yes. Um, because you know, we can go after John Gruden for racist emails, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and 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 the crazy thing is, is that he was emailing <laughs> owners. It's not like <laughs> yeah, I know. Coaches. He was emailing, right? Yep. But 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 the thing is, is that we can punish him, but we can't punish, we can't touch the owner, right? And and I I truly believe, and like I keep trying to tell you, this 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 goes back to Roger Goodell likes or doesn't like certain coaches. And we can go back to this Sean Payton incident. We can go back to John Gruden. And, you know, John Gruden and Sean Payton are very, very close. Right? So if I don't like one, probably the, I probably don't I probably don't dislike it, but I don't really care for it. Right? Okay. Um, and so the John Gruden and Sean Payton are very, very close, in close proximity. Right? Okay. <laughs> I can make it hell for one, and I can try to get rid of the other, right? And you got to understand, John Gruden came in as the head coach of the Los Angeles Raiders with a hundred million dollar contract. Right. That, that that's unheard of, right? In the coaching circle, especially in the professional in the professional coach, a hundred million dollars, right? Million dollars a year for ten years, right? So how do I touch John Gruden without touching Mark Davis? True. Right. And but remember now. Any organization, any private organization, any public organization has access to your emails. So, especially if you sent it under the shield, right? And remember, well, if you're right using there, your if you're using your company um, electronic device at the end of the day, you know they get access. Yes, to it, right. Okay, so <laughs> this is all about getting at certain people without touching the owners. No different than getting to Jack Del Rio, right? How can I get to Jack Del Rio without touching Dan Snyder, right? You think Dan Snyder didn't know about Jack Del Rio's comment? You think the the coaches didn't know? The other coaches didn't know? You think the players didn't? They all knew, right? It's not like he said it in private. He said it in public, right? And he probably said even worse than that in emails. He probably said worse than that, right? In meetings, he probably said worse than that, right? And it's all about not touching the owner. Well, hey, let, let, let me bring you back to – the, the athletes involvement because like you said you know when it comes to the athletes Roger Goodell can can lay the heavy hand and coaches not just yeah yeah and, and coaches Be, because reason I'm, I'm going I'm going somewhere because I'm, I'm thinking about Kevin Ridley okay mm-hmm. you, you know Kevin Ridley right mm-hmm. okay you know what his uh his fall from grace was mm-hmm. he was gambling right okay now Based on his his gambling, do you know how long he got suspended? What was it? Um, a couple of weeks. What, what was it? No, I think he's out for almost a year. By Roger Goodell. Yes. Mm. Yes. So 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 and so now you have to ask yourself. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Look how long. But, but is Calvin really an older? No, that that's my point though. I do know at the end of the day, because this question was asked to uh, uh, Roger Goodell by um, one of the members of Congress, and they asked, with all the things that, that's going on with the, with the Redskins slash commander slash football team, as far as, uh, you know, um, what, what um, with the, the, the money shaving, the conducting a, a um, internal investigation. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. all that going on, basically he asked owners, hey, he asked, uh, uh, Cadet, Roger Cadet was asked, do you have the power to fire yeah. the owner? And he no. said, no. No. No, I can't touch you. Because 
the reason why I can't touch him is because he pays my salary. <laughs> right, <laughs> he pays my salary. That's what a million dollars like me, right? That that that, that from him. That is the equivalent of a a superintendent of a of a school find a board member. Correct. He don't have that power. Well, the board members are elected. Well, but at, but at the end of the day, he still he can't go in and have a board member removed or anything like that. Correct. Now, he can lobby against them in the next election. He can try to find somebody to primary them. Yeah, but, but I'm can't. saying as yeah. as the superintendent, you can't even be doing that. Right. I mean, you can't be caught doing that. Yeah, <laughs> what I'm saying, you, you, you know, what I'm saying. So getting back to, yeah, I mean, now the owners, the players, coaches, everybody pretty much agreed to follow the, the, the conduct, code of conduct for all things NFL related, you know? Correct. You know, it's like, Correct. okay, this, this, yeah. But you can't just, you know. Because it, but, huh? But Maloney is going to subpoena Daniel Snyder, and now here's the thing. Here's the thing about Daniel Snyder. Let's, let me let me tie all this up. The reason why Daniel hey, careful, Snyder, man, that's my team. Okay, Daniel <laughs> Snyder, they're going to subpoena him. Okay, he might even get it Monday. Right? Yes. So, so, so they're going to subpoena Daniel Snyder. She's already put this in the works. It's already been written by the Washington Post. Um, and so he'll get it. Okay. Once he gets it, then if he ignores the subpoena, right? Then they're going to, the, the committee, they're going to make a recommendation to the Justice Department, okay, for prosecution. Okay. So he's getting this because he's seeing the whole, and the Washington commanders are tied to January 6th. I don't know how they are. I don't know um, the, the attitude of the commanders. And I'm talking about Daniel Snyder. It's tied to the attitudes of January 6th, right? You want me to come in? No, I'm not coming in. Well, he held. He sees. Trump's former administration. Okay, all right. Let's 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 bring it back. Let's bring it back. I'm saying I'm saying to you that he's seeing the attitudes of those tied to Trump. Okay, let's. uh, Okay, I got you. And so because this is now here is because Roger Goodell showed up, right? They decided to not. Okay. Okay. And so now they have to subpoena him, force him to show up. Okay. And now when he gets there, if he gets there, the question remains. Will he answer their questions? Right. Hey, let let me let me let me give a few more examples of other owners behaving badly in the past, and that way we we can kind of. I don't know. Do you remember when the Panthers owner uh, Jerry uh, Richardson? He was involved in this this crazy sexual misconduct. Now, of course, you know that led to him having to sell the team. He sold the team to Dan Ty- uh, Typer for two points. Now, you remember that whole crazy? I don't know if he was made to do that. What, at the now, end of the... Pressure, right. But, what, but, what, but it didn't come from Goodell. No, that's what I'm saying. Goodell okay. has no pressure. Right, right, right. He has no power. No, right. he's, he doesn't have any power. And then, right. and then we looked at... Now, I, I don't know. Do you remember in 2014 when Jerry Jones was uh, sued um, for sexual assault? Yes. You know, and of course, you know, Jerry's the most powerful. Well, let's say it. Jerry's the most powerful owner. Yes. You know, Jerry, I think uh, whoever may be up to par with Jerry may be uh, yeah. um, the Patriots. owner of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And that's not a whole lot of people. Now, of course, you know. So as we looked at, as, as, I, as, I, as I go further down the line with owners behaving badly, <laughs> we got to take a look at, okay, look at Jerry. What came out this year? Jerry, you know, he has a, a fun baby, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and, and But at the end of the day, that, you talk about turn. Uh, this is tarnishing the shield. Uh, but Jerry is the shield. He, yeah, but I'm still saying it's tarnishing the shield. But at the end of the day, the commissioner has... No power yeah. to fire I mean, a owner. I'm sure he had a. I'm sure he had a phone call with the commissioner. Oh yeah, not necessarily, not necessarily about that, but about his behavior <laughs> and what and, and what's in the news. But but at the end of the day, Jerry is the chief. Yeah. Right? Um. And so it, I can tarnish. I. It's like this. I can. Don't don't do what I do. Do what I tell you to do. Well, that that's where I was going to go next with that because you know there's a that's that old saying that we grew up, in, which is you you do what I say. 
Right. <laughs> not, not as I do. Correct. But at the end of the day. Now, what I heard now, this is only through rumor and things that I read that when Daniel Snyder was asked to come in, he basically went, he was on his yacht having a good time and basically saying, Hey, I don't have time to come in because I'm busy conducting, um, football operations business. So how do you give the, the Heisman <laughs> to Congress? You know, he threw up his hand. Because I see <laughs> other people doing it, right? I yes. See, like I said, I go back to the Trump administration. I see them doing it, right? So, hell, I'm richer than all of them. So guess what? I'm going to do it to you too. I'm going right? to give you the Heisman. Exactly, right? And, and that's to say, and again, it was a conversation with Jerry Jones. Yeah, so. It was so. a conversation with Jerry Jones. Hey, Jerry, what do you think? Should I, should I go and answer that question? Right? So owners talk to owners. I don't understand how people don't understand this. Yeah, there may be rivalry on the field, but the owners don't Oh, yeah. Them. At the end of the day, the, 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 the circle. Okay. At, so there was a conversation with Jerry Jones about what he should do. At the end of the day, the, 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 the owners care mostly about revenue. Yes. You know, let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade. It's about revenue. Yes. It's about, about the bottom line. It's and, the bottom line. And, and and Jerry's probably advice to him was, well, let them subpoena you. Yeah. You ain't got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> you know, you want to, but you ain't got to. But if I do. subpoena you, then I would consider it. But but Daniel Snyder is giving them the Heisman because he's probably advised to. Well, true. And, and also, you, you know, you, he... At the end of the day, he's got a um, a tribe of, of attorneys that's that's giving him more sure. legal advice and, and at whatever. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I got to go visit the, the Godfather. But I guarantee you that they all met and they were all on the same team. You can't tell me that that even though we, we we're just giving our opinion, you can't tell me that Roger Goodell did not know that um sure he knew. <laughs> that Danny wasn't gonna show up. Sure he knew. Yes. That's why he went. Thank you. Somebody had to go to be the face of the league. That's why he went. And and Daniel Snyder told him, "This is why we pay you your salary." Yes. Okay. To to take to take the brunt or to take the tip of the spear. Yeah. That this is this is your job. Well, to to be told that 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 is his job. That's your job. Is to show up. My job ain't to show up. I'm the owner. Yeah. Or I'm one of thirty-two owners. And, right. and, and my and my and, and my job as the owner is to duck, dodge, delay, <laughs> throw up barriers, and to where right. I have to come in. That's right, per, per the Godfather. Yeah. Now I I can't say that 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 came from Jerry, but I just know that. <clears throat> Jerry, it, 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 listen, Jerry's not going to tell you directly, right? He gonna, he, Jerry going to tell you a story. Yeah, but in the story. Yeah, but 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 those billionaires didn't get to be billionaires overnight. They got to be billionaires from knowing how to maneuver, knowing how to orchestrate, knowing how to maneuver. Da 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 da. Now they may run uh, in the same crowd with people who have the same mindset. Who who who? Because at the end of the day, if you look into history, most most billionaires got where they got from being robber barons. Okay. Yes. They also have a thing called the owners meeting. Yeah, they do. Okay, there's a reason for for the owners meeting. That reason is to train you how to be an owner. Okay, it's training going on. In other words, the lawyers are training them, <laughs> right? <laughs> the league, the league executives are training them, right? Like they're, they're being. It's training for owners. It's just not a meeting for them to sit around and discuss, you know, whatever. They're being trained on how on certain situations that the league faces, and you know they're being educated. Now let me let, let me let me let me let me throw this out here to you, and I want you to think about this. Could the owners be that hidden hand behind Snyder being called in to make the case? For the owners getting together and pushing him out. 
depends on depends on it go how, it go it going back to protecting the shield. Yes, uh, but but again, this is you know okay. This this goes back because okay now how many owners have been dismissed from their teams in the past twenty five years? How many how many owners been been stealing money from the other owners? Oh, okay, that's where I'm going with it, there, okay, uh, bro. Now, now, was Jerry happy about the fact that that Daniel Snyder is skimming money off the top that he's not paying as much as the Dallas Cowboys? I'm sure that didn't please him, right? And so, you know, th- this is, and, and, and again, this may be the linchpin to get him out. And and, and, and that's where I'm going with that. Is is that Jones is pissed at you? Because you're not paying your fair share like all the other owners are. Well, it goes right? it goes back do to his, do you have his backing? Does he backing you? But it right? goes back to is there honor among thieves? If I'm a if thief and be. you're a thief, it should be. But if it's not, then we got to push you out. Now you got power, uh, and but we have to tiptoe around how we push you out. D- depends on our relationship. But money is money. Now, because because I'm at a point now, I don't give a you know what about my relationship with anybody right now. But if you come for my money, you coming for my livelihood. Hey, dude, I'm I'm at a point in life now. Hell, I you can probably come and take my woman. I won't be as upset. But unless you come and take my money, we fighting in the street. That's right. And so now, <laughs> this is complicated because let me compare this to. Ted Cruz in the U.S. Senate. Ted Cruz is the most hated senator in the U.S. Senate. There's, there's only a hundred of them, okay? So, <laughs> if Daniel Snyder has that type of heat amongst the owners, like Ted Cruz has among the senators, I can guarantee you he would not be the owner for very long. Oh, I agree. I, I, now, the one thing that the, the 99 senators can't do to Ted Cruz is, now they can impeach him. <laughs> They can call for his impeachment, but they can't do it because he's elected. There's right. very little they can do. But when it comes to when it comes to Daniel Snyder and skimming off the top and how the other 32 owners feel about that, I'm sure they're not happy. Okay. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. But I just know that once you let a weasel in the hen house. <laughs> As, yeah, yeah, yeah. as they say down south, once you let a weasel in the hen house, he's going to kill a whole lot of chickens before we find him and get that weasel out. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's a weasel, man. You, he can't trust him. He has, you can't trust. I love my team and I go down the drain with my commanders slash football team slash Redskin. But at the end of the day, Okay. When it comes to my money. Now, now, look at this now. You got to look at this. All right. So, you have 31 owners. Actually, you have 32. But you have 31 owners mm-hmm. who we can assume have not skimmed off the top of their of their ticket sales um, or merchandising or what have you. Um, and they're paying their fair share. The question remains, do you have some type of um, battle, right? between those owners of what do we, do we, do we, do we give him another chance, right? To correct his behavior or do we boot him out? Right. Um, and where does Robert Kraft stand on that? And where does Jerry Jones stand on that? Right. Um, and so, because let's just, let's just admit that they are the two most powerful owners. Okay. So where are they on that? Right. That, that seems to be the lingering question. Now, Goodell is not going to stick his foot in that fire. Okay. He's gonna let the owners battle that out. That's the owner's issue, right? Um Well Ricardo, you bought you bought you brought up something very interesting when you said let's assume that all the owners are paying their fair share. Right. I don't know. I think Daniel Snyder was the only one stupid enough to have a, a to get caught doing those things. Be, mm-hmm. Because well, if you didn't, if you haven't get, if you haven't gotten caught, then you're paying your fair share. Okay, touche. So 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 the assumption is, um, we're all paying our fair share. Now, what if the assumption isn't <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, if I'm if I'm another one that's not paying their fair share, right, and I'm supporting Daniel Snyder, now I'm being questioned. Are you really paying your fair share? 
Mm. It's very difficult for Daniel Snyder to get all 31 owners on his side about this. Right. Now, now anybody that supports him is going to be assumed that they're not paying their fair share. Right. Now, see, one of the reasons when when uh, Roger Goodell went and spoke before Congress, like you said, he is the face of the NFL. His job is to go in and put out, put the fire out. At the end of the day, you say the product. So what he talked about and he tried to get across to to Congress who had oversight, which is we conducted this investigation. Um, the NFL conducted in this investigation. The NFL looked into the complaints of the females, the climate, and we put in measures that we think would be beneficial in terms of what we felt the commanders needed to do to correct that culture. I okay, e, so, but I, if you did that, why is the NFL still investigating? Well, because because there are those who felt that the commanders did not do more and the punishment didn't fit the crime in terms of what should have happened. And so they felt like the majority of the things was, was, was swept under the rug, basically. But and, who told the NFL to investigate Daniel Snyder? Now, rumor has it. Rumor has it that that came from former coach of the Raiders. John Gruden? John Gruden. Well, his email was linked. Right. To the to the to the commanders. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now now do you do 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 you know who was the GM for the commanders during all that time? Oh, uh, his name escapes me. Mm-hmm. And because there were there were text messages between him and John Gruden, and that's where all this came. Because, in other words, they had all the text messages. Roger Dell and the group, they had all the text messages, but they only decided that they would release John Gruden's text messages. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They threw him, they, they threw his ass out there. Let me hit my cussing bell. They threw his ass out there and said, hey, you're going to be a sacrificial lamb. And that's where... I believe this came from because Gruden is saying, wait a minute, you need to turn over that entire investigation to either Congress oversight or somebody. So you can see that it was more than me acting out in this thing. And uh, Bruce Allen, Bruce Allen. Yes, Bruce Allen. So he's like, no, nah, it's more than me was acting out. So yeah, the, 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 the commissioner refused to turn over the report. And that's where they said, okay, only way he's going to get it now is I have to go over to the commissioner and get Congress to make that, make him give that report up and make that report but this public. But what Roger Goodell is not telling you. Okay. Roger Goodell really ain't investigating the Redskins. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I know he's not. He, and, 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 and let me say this. He probably never had a side. He never had a, a, in other words, he allowed the commanders to investigate themselves and whatever they came up with, we were, we were adapted. Yes. Now let's go back to Sean Payton. Okay. Sean Payton, first of all, he is the only coach besides Tom Landry. Sean Payton. He's the only head NFL football coach. Not even Bill Parcells has gotten to this level. And he's a great coach. Not even Bill Belichick has really gotten to this level. And he's a great coach. Sean Payton, right, is a made man. Sean Payton is a made man. Okay? And this is why, now, now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, Bill Belichick got fairly close because the Patriots used to be a very docile team. And whenever you win multiple Super Bowls with a docile team like the Patriots, Right? You become a made man. Okay. But when you win a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints, who's probably had less than 10 winning seasons in the history of their existence, you become a made man. All right. Uh, Ricardo, that's the show. Let's wrap it and cap oh, it right there. Okay. I, but here's the, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got to get this out. I got to get this out. You can get it out, but I can Let guarantee you're going to hear the sound of this music. Keep pushing. John Gruden, John Gruden did not like that. I'm sure that, he didn't. That that, John, that, that that Sean Payton was suspended for an entire year. To okay. all our guests, 
This has been another episode of Sports Therapy with our F.H. Jr. Like the first of all, thank my special guest. We called him Mel Brew, and today's show was Owners Behaving Badly Part 2. Now, to all the Golden Lions, stay golden. <laughs>